In studio with me uh, for the first half hour of the show today is Michelle Woodhouse. Welcome back into the studio. I love being here in the studio. Thank you. Always good to have you back in. Uh, You come in a very strange weather time for us. Tornado east of here. Uh, Canadian wildfire smoke coming back. Uh, Hazy yesterday and the day before. And you were just talking about over at your home over near Asheville. Hail and trees being knocked over. Absolutely. Weird time. We had trees down on on the parkway. We had hail. We had rain. We have... um, smoke it's it may be the end of times in in western north carolina i hope not but it's starting to feel that way some days i'm wearing right now my uh, beach mountain club uh shirt because i'm more of a boone guy that's i'm i'm northern mountains you're more of the southern mountains uh, here in north carolina but that said uh, something that i saw that was in the news from the Asheville area this is very strange it's kind of an obscure story only a few uh, news agencies picked it up probably because it doesn't have that much traction in general but there are some officials in Asheville that want to ban bird feeders they want to get rid of Burton. You cannot have a bird feeder anymore at your house. And they're saying it's to uh, keep bears away because bears will eat the bird seed. So we got to get rid of the bird feeders. Only in Asheville would you have a city council addressing bird feeders and wanting to regulate your ability to have a bird feeder at your house when Asheville has sadly seen crime spikes like never before, a homelessness crisis, um, a woke agenda. I mean, we call it the San Francisco of the South over there, and this is what they're concerned about. Um, in Western North Carolina, if you live there, you know that at any given time, you could have a bear on your porch or on your deck or scaling a pole to find your bird feeder. And that's just part of the beauty of living in Western North Carolina. Right. Yeah. Over in Boone, especially Beach Mountain, like I've seen at least that I can think of five black bears in my time over uh, in Boone. And it's just like, oh, look, there's a bear. More evidence that I need to not leave trash outside. Well, my parents live in in the far west part of the state. They live in Franklin. And my dad puts out feed. And it's like... um. You know, it's like you're watching a Grizzly Adams episode in their backyard. First, the deer will come, then the squirrels will come, then the bear will come, and everybody's fine. And, you know, the reality is we are living in their home. So I don't think uh, regulating bird feeders is probably a great use of governmental (laughs) time in Buncombe County. The expert has spoken. Uh, that said, uh, things more in our wheelhouse here. Uh, Donald Trump obviously making the news again. Another investigation that uh, may result in another indictment, uh, which means uh, we get one day of news of Donald Trump being indicted and then eight months of waiting for anything to develop in the case. Absolutely. And and I think, you know, you and I have spoken about this many times whenever we talk about uh, President Donald Trump. I think the DOJ was waiting for him when he came down that golden escalator. Uh, At this point, it really is not about if they're going to indict President Trump, but it's when and how many times. And, you know, really talking to Republican voters on the ground across the state with each and every indictment, his supporters become more beholden to him. And even some that aren't quite sure, are, I'm watching them start to move back into the Donald Trump camp because at this point they're just finding it all so absurd and ridiculous. With what we're facing under a Biden administration of an open border, crime in our cities, a never-ending war in Ukraine, and 
we've watched the politici- the politicization, there we go, w- weaponizing the DOJ to come after Donald Trump over and over again. And I think Americans, no matter where you fall politically, they are tired of the story, just changing the date on the newspaper, but the headline remains the same. It's been interesting to look at different news agencies, the way that they're reporting this, as well as just people on the street, what they think of the whole situation. You get some people who think very adamantly that it's uh, media and certain people in government attacking a former president that they don't like. And then on the other side, you get a lot of people saying, we have a ton of evidence, we need to really process this guy in the legal court, and uh Part of me sometimes looks at some uh, documents online and I think, wow, he's guilty before proven guilty. And then there's other people who are looking at the exact same article who are commenting down at the bottom that says this is a hoax. All over the spectrum. I don't know if uh, anyone's going to be content with any final answer we get on this. I I think the people that live in the extremes are never going to be happy. The the Donald Trump's supporters, like the really diehard Trump supporters, think that it's all a hoax. And they're never going to believe any part of it. Then you have kind of the Chuck Schumer group on the Democratic side, the far radical left that hate Donald Trump and they can't get past that, that will believe he's guilty of crimes that they've yet uncovered about Donald Trump. But I think most of us live in the middle and most of us say if he has broken the law, if he has taken documents he wasn't supposed to, if there is truth to the indictments, then let the best legal system in the world play out. Remove the politics, remove the emotion, remove the rhetoric, and and follow the rule of law and do what you're supposed to do and let let the outcome be what truly is the outcome based on the evidence. If they could do that, if you could pull the politicians and the political part of this away, you could pull the hatred of Donald Trump or the love of Donald Trump out of it and just let the facts be the facts. Maybe, just maybe, we could get a true, honest answer about what's going on. What's the difference between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton? They both had things that looked like they could be investigated legally. One has stayed in the news and is being investigated. The other has disappeared. Well, you know, Hillary Clinton lost in 2016. That's probably a big reason why uh, why she disappeared. But I think what you what you you could pull um, Hunter Biden into this as well and say, do we have different rules in our country for people who are have a D next to their name versus people that have an R next to their name? Do we have different rules for people who know how to play the political game and are part of the swamp? And then we do for people who want to overturn all the tables. You know, I think most people would would watch and say, yeah, I think we do have different rules. I think there are different rules for if you or I were to evade taxes, um, we wouldn't have got a slap on the wrist. We would have been, you know, we wouldn't be sitting here. We'd be in, in an orange jumpsuit probably cleaning up after the tornado. But what we what I think Americans really want, I think that just the listeners, what true Americans want is to stop all the nonsense and get to governing and making sure that we're protecting our country, that we get the woke ideology out of our military and our schools, that we move past Hillary Clinton and Hunter Biden and Donald Trump and Joe Biden. And we're doing the things that we need to do to return this country to being the very best country in the world, to be the light on the hill like Ronald Reagan talked about us being. 
We have an election coming up with two uh, different front runners at the moment uh, who have a lot of people who don't want them to be president uh, this next term.